On this episode of Scammer Stories. You want love so bad that you'll take fake love? See, I want to cry now. It's just sad. These men, they don't know what they're doing. They can even make somebody take their life. Pam was coming back from a dark place in her life. I was in a relationship for 10 years. It was a bad relationship. I was with this man. He abused me, and I did drugs with him. I had done drugs for 10 years, so I was clean for three years and left the man alone. And she was winning until? I have never hurt like that. Pam was vulnerable. She got caught up in a scumbag scammer and his promise of love and forever after. And I just started building up my self-worth and all. He caught me at a lonely, lonely time. My name is April, and I understand this story all too well. My mother was at a low point, riddled with cancer and lonely, when a scammer took $200,000, everything she had. Here's Pam's story. Tell me when this all began for you. I want to say it was in the beginning in August. Facebook, I had this guy come on and you know, he friend requested me, so we started talking and everything. And uh, I talked to him, and he had a funny accent, but he had told me that he was born in Romania. You know, I thought, well, maybe that's why he has that accent. But uh, he would just send me pictures. The first time he told me that um, that he had to buy a card, a bundle card, so he could talk to me. And then uh, a month later, he asked me to do it. It wasn't but $50, so I really didn't think nothing about it, you know, and I did it. He would always call me late at night, and I guess that's the hour change. Yeah, that's definitely a clue I'm learning. Yeah. 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 Well, my first, to be honest with you, I like football. He told me he was from Texas. He lived in Texas. And I had asked him, I said, well, uh, what's your favorite football team? He told me it was a soccer team. I can't even remember the name of it. Oops, that was yeah. his first mistake then, huh? Yes, it was, because I, he could at least said Dallas Cowboys or something, you know? <laughs> he was from Texas or something. I'm from Georgia, but I like Alabama. And then I had asked him, uh, I said, did you eat in the mess hall? And he never, he wouldn't answer me, and I said, do you know what a mess hall is? Because he's supposed to be in our army, and that was another one. The, he had a daughter. And his sister had her. She lived in North Carolina. And I asked her his her name, and he said Carolina. And then he had told me the daughter's name. And then I kept on asking him, you know, different questions, and he would mess up. But I saved a lot of the text so I could go back and look. I asked him what kind of music he listened to, and he gave me a name I've never even heard before. So I looked it up. It's an African group. Oh. Well, I guess it's possible to be living in Texas in like an African group, but not likely. No, now he's supposed to be in Haiti in a, on a mission. He said he had a house in Texas. And let's back up just a little bit and talk about single. Are you married? Do you have children? Kind of tell me a little I'm, bit about I'm yourself. single. Okay, I'm going to tell you my background. I'm single. I was in a relationship for 10 years it was a bad relationship. I was with this man. He abused me, and, and I was 45 years old. I never did any drugs or anything. I was against drugs all my life. I did drugs with him. I had done drugs for 10 years, so I, have been, I was clean for three years and left the man alone. 
I renewed my faith in uh, August the 14th. So I was at a a lonely place. I had the Lord, but still fighting a lot of things. You don't know, but when you're an ex-drug addict, um, a lot of people don't trust you. You have to build your trust back. And I was at a point where I felt safe to stay with my daughter because I knew that I couldn't be around with anybody that did drugs or I was, this was just my safe place. So I was very lonely because she had her life, you know, she did her thing and I keep my grandkids. So I was just at a real lonely place. Yeah. You were looking for a companion. Yeah. Because I say all my life, I've never wanted a boyfriend or anything. I've always done my thing. I was a very dependable woman. I did everything myself until I got on the drugs and then got off the drugs. And I've just started building up my self-worth and all. He caught me at a lonely, lonely time. And I never really got on Facebook either. I had just started. And he was a nice-looking guy, real nice-looking. Now, he was 10 years younger, supposedly, you know, 10 years younger. Uh, I really didn't tell anybody. I told my mama. I mean, I believe in my heart that she was like, she didn't believe it was real. And that's why I really didn't tell any tell anybody else. But I think that's really the main reason I fell for him, because I was lonely. And he told me what I wanted to hear. So you started giving him a little money. Yes. It started with the $50 internet bundle. But now I did get suspicious, I'm not going to lie to you, because he said send it in the Amazon card. And I'm thinking, Amazon card? I started looking up things. Well, can you get the internet through Amazon? Then he told me that he wanted to come back to the States to see his daughter and all kinds of stuff. And this is why I really feel crazy. At first he said you have had to have like $1,500 to pay for another guy to come and take his place. Now that's yeah. a new one. Oh yeah. He said he had to, to, in order for him to leave early, you know, to come back to the States that he would have to uh, pay for somebody to come and take his place. Okay. Oh, I've even got a form. He sent me a email address and everything. This form that he sent. It's a request request leave paperwork. Okay, so did you send him that money that time? I didn't send him all the money. I sent him like I want to say like eight hundred dollars. I really didn't want to, but I did because I don't know. He had a way of getting me to do it, and I did. I'm sure you don't have $800 just laying around to give to somebody. No, I didn't. (laughs) Nope. I was working with my cousin. He runs a produce stand. This was at the end of summer. I mean, so I had really put up my money because I don't have to spend any money here at my daughter's. Put it in the bank. That was just money saved in my account. So you've been doing good. Got your life back on track. Yeah. Putting money in the bank. Yes, yes, yes. And then after you gave him the 800 then what did he do? Oh, wow. Then he said he wasn't enough. And then he he got shot. So he wasn't going to be able to come at that time. And he also, now this is really crazy, but he said that while he was out on a mission, that they found a bunch of gold and stuff. And that he needed money to send it. He wanted to send it here to my house. He wanted to send the gold to your house? Yes. Yeah, it's my house. Mm-hmm. This is why I really feel stupid, but it happened. So 
I knew in my heart that it was that he was lying, but I still did it anyway. Because I would question him, well, I thought you said it was coming. When's it coming? And he would say, well, bad weather, bad weather. And then I had asked him, too, about doing a video chat. I don't know how he did this. He video chatted me, and I'm thinking he took a picture. They had a picture of him standing up, and it was the the camera was far back, and they made a lot of noise like, like the video was going in and out. So just made the video really poor quality enough so that you right 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 right. Oh, and then one day, I don't know how this happened, but some I had got a call from his number, and it was a Nigerian. I think he may have accidentally called my phone, video chat, and I knew it was a Nigerian. What'd they say? They hung up, but he did it twice. So then when the guy's name was supposed to be Rob. So anyway, when he called me back, you know, I told him, I said, don't call me anymore. You know, you're a liar. And he told me that it was one of his roommates. He was mad at him. And he did that on purpose. How did you know it was a Nigerian when they called? I didn't know for sure, but I just thought he was because he was real black. And I had already felt like that's what was going on anyway. Oh, okay. So you could see his face. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if they did it on purpose or what, but the guy was mad. You know, the other one was really, he acted like he was mad anyway. You know, he said that the they fought about it and everything, that he did that on purpose. Okay, so let me just make sure I understood here what happened. Okay. So on his phone, okay. someone accidentally video called you. Yeah. It showed a black man. And yes. he said that his roommate did that because he was mad at him. Yes, okay. yes. Okay, so what happens next? He would always ask for more money, but I would never send him the whole amount because I didn't have it, you know? Oh, another thing. He said that um, somebody owed him some money, and he couldn't cash a check, so he got FedEx to send a check. One of his friends was FedExing a check here to me and asked me if I would put it in my account and send him the money. Uh-oh. I hear this one a lot. Oh, do you? Yes. Well, I, this is what he told me, though. He said, don't take it in, that you can take it and just put it in the machine, you know, on the outside. And when I did, I did that. It said that I could take $400 out, and he wanted me to send 400 But something said, no, don't do that. So I just sent him 200 they were always Amazon clothes. Okay. And then always. what happened with the check? Oh, um, I deposited and they said it would take 10 days to go to my account. But then I would check it and nothing. I guess it was just a fake check. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That's what happened to my mom. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. It really is. They really don't care about anybody and they think it's just a game. They're proud of it. Yeah, they are. Oh, and about the witchcraft, I watched the program, and, and it was one of the guys that showed, they go to a witch doctor, and they put um, curses on the clients. I've seen that, too. I've watched that same video. Yes, there's yeah. a witchcraft lady, yeah, and, and when I, they're not getting money, honestly, they go to her to put a, right, a spell right. on the clients to give them money. Yes. You know, I told you I renewed my faith. I went to church, and they prayed over me, and they said they canceled witchcraft, and I'm thinking, what? I don't mess with witchcraft. 
And now, I'm going to be honest with you, he knew the Bible. That's what really made me, you know, keep talking to him because he really knew the, the Bible very well. Now, did you have on Facebook that you were a Christian or anything about being religious? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so once you figured out the check wasn't real and you weren't going to get that money in your account, what did you do? Oh, I fussed at him, fussed at him. And I'm going to be honest, I would block him, but then I would unblock him. And why would you I kept do that? Telling us, why would I unblock him? Yeah, describe what was going on with you mentally when you were blocking and unblocking. Oh, my, okay. I knew in my heart that um, I needed to block him because I knew he was lying. And then um, I would unblock him because I would want to talk to him. I miss talking to him. Bingo. I miss talking to him. So then I went to church. I do intercessory prayer on Monday. So I went to church and I went to prayer. I prayed and the Lord showed me um, that I have been disobedient. He told me to block him and I would unblock him. He told me to block him and he'll heal me. I have to be obedient to him. So Right then, right after prayer, they asked, well, what what did God tell you? And I said, well, I said, let me do something real quick. And I blocked them. And it was a week later, the Lord healed me. He really did. I get friend requests all the time, and I can tell when they're the fake ones. I have entertained three of them. The reason I did, just to see if I could tell if they were real. When you said the Lord healed you, you mean you started to feel better? Your heart started to mend? Yes, yes, I did. I did. I had to trust the Lord. I had to trust him. But he told me to block him. So if it wouldn't have been for the church, you wouldn't have stopped then? I probably wouldn't have. I would have tried to find a way. Now, when did you come clean with your daughter and and your mom? Uh, Well, uh, they were together. I don't know. I just started crying. And I told him I needed to tell him something. And I told him. They, I guess, felt sorry for me. Just said, "Why? how can you do that? Why did you do that? Because at first I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed that I, I let it do that. But I do have to tell you something. I had went and watched the Alabama game. And coming back, I was driving. And my phone rang. And my friend picked up my phone. And I said, who is it? She said, Robertson. I said, What? And she said it was a video call. I said, what color was he? Uh, She said black. So when I got home, he called back and he talked to me. He said that he was sorry that his mother was sick. And that's why he did all of it. And now do you think that was sincere or fake? No, it was fake. So the scammer was taking it a step further, promising you marriage so you would really believe him this time and give him more money. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and to top that out, let me tell you what else happened. This is recently. I got a text, and it was from the email address that they wanted the form. He said, hey, Pam, how are you doing? And on the email, and I was like, I was on Facebook. I said, how did you know I was on here? And uh, he said, can I talk to you? Me, I did talk to him. But this was a different guy. He said, I want you to, I want to see a picture of you. And I said, well, if you know, if you, if it was you, because he told me it was two of them scamming me. Who told you this? This other guy. He emailed me on the email address. Was he a scammer too? Yes, he was. He told me that he was the first one that I had ever talked to, that he was the one that I fell in love with. That's how he found me is through the email address. So what did you say to him? What did I say to him? Oh, 
Now, I, I was nice. Really, I was nice. And I just asked him why he did it. I did tell him, I said, look, I forgive you. Because, I mean, I had to forgive him for me, not for him. But he was real nice. And then, you know, that was it. It's been a while since I've heard from him. How are you doing now? I'm good. and But it's only because of the Lord. I mean, I give him all the credit. If I wasn't with the Lord, that ain't no telling what I would have done. Because when I started piecing things together, I started looking up names. And then I happened to come across a picture of him, but with a different name. And I started looking up stuff. Well, come to find out the guy that they were he was using, he lives right here in Columbus, Georgia. I mean, I know I was dumb, but they're dumb. They could have at least picked another state. And did you let that gentleman know that his picture was being used? Well, I'm on that Scams United, and they said not to. He already knew. He knew. Because he he's a very nice-looking man, and a lot of people use him. Yeah, and they get bombarded. And I always report it to the, the Scams United. And they clear them off. But it's not only the Nigerians. You have some Indian people, too. The people from India do it, too. I pray for the ladies that's been scammed, and I always send them little posts, you know, through the and so they can read it and try to make them feel a little bit better. One thing about this community of women that I've been talking to on the phone is how warm they are to each other and how they've come together to support each other, and that's what women yes, do. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You're right. Let me just tell you how the word works. There's this lady, she's here from Columbus, and she just um, friend requested me, and I talked to her. And so one morning she called me, and she, she just said, uh, she said that she didn't want to live anymore, that she's just tired, you know, of being living the life she's living. And, and me, I said, please, please don't do anything. I said, will you meet me somewhere? Can we just meet and talk? A couple times before, she asked me to pray for her, and I did. Well, I got in my car, and I was driving, and I you know what comes to my mind? I said, oh, my God, I bet she has went through what I went through. So when I met her at Starbucks that morning, and I started telling her about what happened to me, and her mouth dropped because the same thing happened to her. This man got like $20,000 off of her. Now, I'm going to be honest, they didn't get but like 2000 off of me. Yeah, I do thank the Lord that's all because I know some women that they have, t- well, like your mom. That's a lot of money. Yeah. But the thing is, it's not just taking your money. It's getting your heart oh, and your mind wrapped up, up into uh, it. Yes, ma'am. I found his family's picture, and I found I found the real Rob Stevenson. I found the real one. So I started just looking, and then I seen where he was going to get married. So then I went and looked up her page, and I seen a picture of them two together. And that broke my heart. I cried. I hurt. I have never hurt like that. Never, <laughs> never hurt that feeling seeing that. And did you confront him about that? And what was his excuse? Oh, he 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 was a liar. He was a liar. He denied it all the way to the end. He told me it was his sister. And it's sad to say that that you you won't love so bad that you'll take fake love. See, I want to cry now. Mm-hmm. But it's just uh, it's just sad. These men, they don't know what they're doing. They can even make somebody take their life. And I know I can help the ladies by praying for them, and I'm going to continue doing that. And they just want somebody to talk to that's not going to be mean to them and say, hey, why did you do that? You know, 
because that's not what you want to hear. Really, I don't think we did wrong. We only loved, you know, that was our only wrongdoing is falling in love with somebody that wasn't real. You said that's not what they want to hear. So what is something that I could say if I were to talk to a woman I think is still being scammed that would be helpful? I always tell them, look, it's not your fault. You All you did, the only thing you're wrong for, just like I told you, is falling in love with somebody that was fake. You're so worthy, and I send them a prayer, and I always let them know God loves them, you know. Yeah. And uh, to be honest, just that right there, then, you know, they want to be my friend. They they still contact me, and we talk. Well, they just need somebody to talk to that's not going to put them down for doing it. Yeah, not judge them. I was very embarrassed, but not anymore. You know who would get embarrassed? Probably my family, but not me. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed. I just want to help like, women, that's all. And if me putting my face out there or my voice... I'm willing to do it. I don't care because, like I said, the Lord healed me. Pam is a very brave woman to share her story and be completely transparent about everything she's been through. If you'd like to leave Pam a comment, go to Facebook.com and search Scammer Stories. I've got the link to this podcast there. Until next time, my Scammer Warriors. Scammer Warriors.